Everyone, welcome to Locked On Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, Anthony Davis sits, and the Lakers lose by 34 in Houston. When exactly is it time to uh, get a little worried? That's next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. Always free, never behind a paywall. Locked On Lakers on YouTube. It's where you can go to hang out with uh, over 21 and a half thousand subscribers to the uh, channel, all of whom are uh, starting to get a little freaked out, Andy, after the Lakers lose by 34 in Houston, 128 to 94, the final score there. Anthony Davis doesn't play. Uh, much to unpack. Uh, and we will do that as soon as we let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. I wonder, Andy, if any of those 50 medicines could cure uh, what is ailing the Lakers. Um, because man alive, they were uh, run out of the building in Houston um, from the get-go. There was no point in this game where they were competitive. Um, no Anthony Davis. Jared Vanderbilt's still out. Gabe Vincent's still out. And Jackson, Hay- Jackson, Jackson Hayes, Hayes still out. The game. Yes, they looked awful. Yes, awful. they did. Yes, they did. I, I have a sneaking suspicion I'm neither a doctor nor an NBA trainer, but I have a feeling what ails them right now cannot be cured by antibiotics with all – Due respect to the good folks over at Jace Medical. <laughs> a, a Z-Pack is going to take no, care of this? Or there's or absolutely nothing in that case that's going to fix what's going on right now. That pink and, medicine they give every kid whenever they have any kind of med- uh, problem? No, you, you cannot rub some tussin on whatever's <laughs> going on with the Lakers right now. And this is what was really disappointing to me in this game, beyond the fact that AD wasn't available because I had been cautiously optimistic that he would be. He had been warming up before the game. So I do think there was a legitimate chance of him playing. Hopefully that goes from legitimate chance to actual chance come Friday versus Phoenix because they really need him back and not just because they presumably want to win the midseason tournament, which begins for the Lakers on Friday. They clearly need AD back. They need a lot of dudes back. But what really disappointed me in this game I can accept the idea of them losing because they are undermanned, as as we told everybody heading into this game. Houston ain't going to win a title this year, but they're not a joke either. No, this is a four straight win. They're four and three, four in a row. But I thought from start to at least finish when it came to the Lakers in the rotation, I thought the effort and the urgency and the energy in this game sucked. I thought it was bad from start to finish with the guys that matter. With the, I will give the exception award to Rui Hachimura, who returned in this game from a concussion. And if you're looking for positives, Rui didn't just play well. He looked like a guy looking to make up for lost time for when he was off the court. He was really lively. He played very well. Um, you know, D'Lo had a good third quarter. But overall, I thought team-wide, they play, it's not just that they played badly. 
they played like a team that looked like they didn't want to be there, and that's inexcusable. It just is. Yeah, I mean, I, I one of the reasons that Hachimura looked so much better is he was one of the only guys who could hit a shot. I mean, D'Lo finished nine of eighteen from the floor, but as you mentioned, Andy, most of that was in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it, I think he had twelve in the third. You know, so obviously high efficiency third quarter. You know, Reeves just missed everything. LeBron wasn't great. Um, you know, Christian Wood, and he, you know, we we had talked about. Well, you know, there's just a lot too. Wood, we had spent a lot of time saying, you know, these games where Anthony Davis doesn't play, this is where you know you want a guy like Christian Wood because obviously you don't expect an Anthony Davis level of defense. Um, and they did not get that. Uh, the Lakers surrendered 100 points by the end of the third. Um, so very bad. Very, very bad. Um, but like you say, well, okay, you go, you have Wood, you have that 20-point-a-night guy who can step in, and uh, Wood has played very well to this point in the season. He did not play well on on uh, Wednesday, no points, four rebounds, one assist. Andy, he only took one shot. Um, and I don't know if that's a, a function of them just being, you know, it's another group of players that hasn't really played a lot together, whatever it might be. But, you know, we want you to be doing the little things, Christian Wood, too, but you got to put up more than one shot on a night no. where Anthony Davis doesn't play. No, I mean, the, the big things are acceptable as well. Right. I mean, in, in case... In case Christian Wood isn't clear on the whole mission statement, we want you to do the big things, and the Lakers want you to do the big things. They just don't want you to ignore right. the little things. It's not as you or. like to say, Andy. It, it you know, intangibles are important, but so are tangibles. Sometimes the tangibles matter, and so you look just you know, Torian Prince. I mean, Christian Wood, in fairness, was very busy getting scored on by uh, Shingun. Yes. Like that was taking up a lot of his time. Among others. I mean, if you ever... This game, Andy, really solidifies Anthony Davis's candidacy for Defensive Player of the Year. Like, as our friends at at the um, you know, at the FanDuel Sportsbook, um, you would think have vaulted him up the the uh, the odds list now. He has game. recently gone up. Uh, he I has. But he that. needs to go up more now because on this night where he didn't play, I think you and I could have put up seventeen each. It was the, really an embarrassing effort defensively. Last I looked, Fanduel had him as a tri leader with reigning defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Evan Mobley as friend of the show, Harrison Fagan from Silver Screen and Roll tweeted out the real winner of this game. Well, the Rockets. <laughs> but also Anthony Davis's net rating. Yes. Um, and I noted to him that I've been thinking the same thing. He's like, you know, the just you can't think about this while watching the defense. You can't help but think how about his net rating defensively. I'm like, well, let's give AD his full credit. The offense sucked without him, too. Oh, you know, he's but, the whole thing was really bad. But again, like I can I can accept the idea, whether I like it or not, I can accept the idea that a lot of their execution and effectiveness would suffer without Anthony Davis and without guys like Jared Vanderbilt and Gabe Vincent and Jackson Hayes, who matter on this team, Vanderbilt and Hayes, especially when you don't have Anthony Davis, but the way they approach this game, their collective body language, their collective energy, the collective urgency, like the fact that they are missing talent 
is not a reason that you keep getting crushed on 50-50 balls. That's you. That yeah. has nothing to do with the talent yeah. that you are missing on the floor. The rebounding. Was, not, you, you know from doing, you know, 17 years worth of podcasts with me or whatever it is that I, I am, uh, I often will say that, you know, sometimes flatness, uh, what looks like lack of effort, what looks like lack of urgency and energy is, can be, can be related to shots aren't going down. Like you just, when you keep missing, it sucks the, the air out of the balloon and all that kind of stuff. You've heard me say that. Yeah. Um, and I think it is often very true. You are 100% right on this one. Like this was just a lousy effort with bad energy from the start where the Rockets came out with, you know, absolutely saw blood in the water and were two or three notches at least uh, above the Lakers in terms of, of that initial push, that initial effort and energy. And whereas the Lakers on uh, Monday finally managed to get out of a first quarter without um, without being down, in this one, Andy, they finished down by 13, 32 to 19 after the first quarter. And our friend Dave McMenamin pointed out that this, this first quarter, Andy, polished off the worst like stretch of first quarters that a team has endured over like six games in team in, in NBA history. So it's like congratulations. It's not surprising. Um, I'll pull up the exact uh, number there. I, I do want to ask you. We'll see. We'll talk about whether or not AD is um, is able to to play perhaps on Friday. But I said you don't want to be three and five going to Phoenix, getting Bradley Beal back and all that kind of stuff on Friday. That is exactly what they are. Uh, when do you start to get a little bit concerned, Andy? That's my question for you next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by eBay Motors and our partners at eBay Motors. They have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we are going to provide you players guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh picked out for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week, among others. Dylan Brooks, who we saw tonight, he is more than just a professional villain who pokes bears, but also misunderstood by the media. He has been so far a great fantasy play. Shooting numbers, not sustainable for an entire season. Frankly, we're not sustainable for this game that we just saw, but they are great for now. Ime Adoka is giving him a lot of minutes. He racks up steals, and since there's no fantasy penalty for fouls, he is a great pick. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicles. Like There is nothing worse than having your car break down in real time. True story. Brian will remember this. I once had to pull over on the way to the dealership to trade in the car that I was getting rid of the engine caught on fire and well, you can't drive that way. And you know what would have been really handy? Better stuff in my car from eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, die in this case, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors fire has it. And with 
<laughs> guaranteed fit, not promising that. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. So at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible item only. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You were uh, obviously a little more optimistic that AD would play on Wednesday than I was. I was, I think, I, I figured it would be something like I am hoping it was on Wednesday where, okay, you get out there, you warm up, you see what's going on, and you know, ah, it's still a little uncomfortable. And rather than turn a one game injury, a two game injury into a two week injury, a three week injury, we've seen you know, Jamal Murray out for basically the rest of November with uh with the nuggets you know you the lakers can't absorb that with ad um so i, I thought there was a pretty good chance he was going to sit this one um we'll see what happens on friday how well it responds um for the game in phoenix but the lakers are now three and five they are still only about halfway through this Andy. very difficult early season uh stretch of games and um are in real danger of going down three and six um, Friday night. Uh, how, yeah. Wh- how concerned are you? What is the appropriate level of concern for where the Lakers are right now? Before I even get to that question, there's one last thing I wanted to bring up about the effort in this loss against Houston, and in part because I think it applies to what lies ahead moving forward for this mm-hmm. team for however long it takes to either get AD back or some semblance of a full roster. LeBron in this game, I thought, got really frustrated from the jump. You know, he and the Lakers did a lot of very public lobbying and pressuring of the referees to get more calls on drives. He did not get them in this game. There were a handful of sequences where he drove and didn't get a call on a miss and was way back arguing instead of taking part in the transition defense that was needed, led to some Houston baskets. I thought it sapped a lot of his focus. Like there was a sequence, I believe in the third quarter, where he truly conceded a wide open three-pointer for Tate, who is currently shooting above 50% from behind the arc this season. I realize it's not his career norms, but he has been hot to start this season. Tate drains it. And then LeBron brings the ball up, truly not looking at anybody else. Like Billy Mack during the broadcast called that LeBron was clearly looking to answer that three with another three, did a one dribble pull up, misses. Then later on allowed Tate like another totally open three, not even like a half-hearted close. Tate hits that one. And I bring this up because everybody from LeBron down if they are going to weather this storm however long they don't have Anthony Davis however long it takes to get Vincent back on the floor Jackson Hayes back on the floor Jared Vanderbilt who I keep beating that drum desperately missed on this team everybody's focus needs to be better and everybody needs to put aside for lack of a better way of putting it every agenda that they have right now and they need to as LeBron often says, keep the main thing the main thing. And I think there have been times, and I thought it especially showed in this game, where they didn't keep the main thing the main thing. And that's going to be really costly for this team if they are trying to get through 
this stretch that has been very disappointing, not just because of the record, because they also hoped that they would have a roster to work with, and they haven't, and that sucks, and that is a legitimate reason that this team is three and five. And to answer your original question, my level of panic isn't high yet because I recognize this is not the team that they assembled to put on the floor. But if they don't start doing a better job of being determined to work with what they have, then I'm going to start panicking intellectually. And I, I mean, LeBron, there were not only were those those moments I think you pointed out with LeBron, but there are also a lot of moments where LeBron was passing to somebody who clearly thought was going to be in a different spot um, or was just not sharp with his. But it was just it was it was not a good game from LeBron, but it was also a game where you could tell like. Like the connective tissue of this team which you know they have some continuity from last year there's no question but there's still a lot of you know a lot of things to build off of and you know there are enough new players on this roster that you're you're still working towards some some you know increased continuity like it's not there and because they are playing different lineups and different combinations every night and because you know certain guys you know, Reeves is, you know, it was not good on, on uh Wednesday. He had plenty of company, but um, you know, the, the, it's like different versions of the team every night. And what, what I think is frustrating about this is it's, it's that like, what, there's nothing you do with a game like today, other than the effort and the energy and things like that. But like the actual result where you say, oh, they lost this. Like there are no X's and O's you pull from this. So it's like, you know, they need to do a better job making shots. They obviously need to do a much better job, you know, with just raising the level and energy defensively. But it's not like there, it's, it's not the kind of instructive game where you can take a lot of lessons from it. And the problem with this season to this point is that most of the games have been like that. Not whether the Lakers win or lose or whatever, in terms of really trying to figure out where they are and what they are, you know, we're eight games in and it's it's difficult to get a beat on that because they just haven't been able to play with continuity. And that is part of the concern because even if you can intellectualize like the the, the record and at some point it doesn't matter. Like you are, if you, if you are, if injuries cause you to be three and six, three and seven, four and eight, five and 11, or whatever it turns out they, they are, unless they can turn it around, it doesn't matter if I can tell you exactly why that happened. You're still six games under 500 or four games under 500 or five and have to, to pull your way out of that um, in a very difficult Western Conference. And even if you're able to do that, the amount of energy that it takes to catch Denver, to catch a, you know a Dallas team that has been quite good to start the season, and Golden State looks excellent. Minnesota's looking really good early. You know, you've got Oklahoma City and Phoenix is gonna, you know, get guys back and the Pelicans, like it's team after team after team after team. And to put yourself in a position where you have to make up significant ground on good teams is just not enviable. And I haven't even mentioned Sacramento and even maybe Memphis who have the potential to kind of do the same thing as the talent level on those teams is the league and the conference did the Lakers a tremendous service last year. And 
it, it is not going the, the the conference is not going to repeat that this year. It is too good. You know, even even the even the terrible teams in the conference aren't terrible enough to to be relied on. You know, to 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 roll over when you need them to. It's just it's it's it it, bec- it can get uncomfortable fast. Yeah. Um, and I don't want I don't want to do what we did last year. That wasn't fun. I didn't well, enjoy that. They need AD back. Talk about that. They yeah. need Anthony Davis back pronto. And uh, we will explain the particulars with that coming up next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Jace Medical. And we spend a lot of time with you, our Locked on Lakers familia, celebrating the wins, lamenting the losses, debating the starting lineup or whether a certain three-guard lineup makes sense. It's awesome to have this type of connection with you hopefully remove some of the stress in your lives, but we can also offer some advice for the stress. And whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, limited by another supply shortage, you have to be able to expect the unexpected and be covered, friendos. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra and Revatio prescriptions. Jace Medical now allows you to customize your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications for your family needs. Go online right now to jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medications. Remember to use the promo code Locked On at the checkout for a $20 discount as well. Again, J-A-S-E medical.com. So I got to figure it out. I mean, like the hope again is that he is Anthony Davis can play on, on um, Friday, but like if he can't like in, in, in any game that he doesn't play in any game that LeBron doesn't play, they've got to be better than this. Like th- there are going to be too many games, realistically too many games where one or both of those guys are not available and they just have to be better than this. And you know, I wouldn't expect them to be perfect. But this won't work um, if if your if your your hope is to have a high seed in the Western Conference. No, but again, I get back to what we talked about at the start of this show. It begins with the effort and the urgency and the desire to be better than the sum of your parts. And we've seen that the Lakers can do that. Monday in Miami, they were down several players. AD got hurt. D'Lo got ejected. And they made a legit game against a Miami team that has scuffled to start the season, but will always work their asses off. Like Miami will always make you earn it, whether you beat them or not. You will always have to fight against that team. And the Lakers were up for fighting. And I don't know, like maybe there had been like sort of a collective anticipation that AD would be able to play in this game. And they were surprised to find out that he didn't. And that let the wind out of the sails a little bit, or just felt like, damn it, we gotta we gotta do this. Like we gotta do this. I mean, like whatever it was. I mean, this is a team that their three wins have all been comebacks. Like yes. we've seen this team fight, and we've seen them fight as a hallmark under Darvin Ham. Like, I don't care if you think he is a great coach or Darvin's scam. The one thing we can all agree on is under his leadership, more often than not, they have fought. Like that's been a hallmark of this team in this Darvin Ham era. And 
that was not on display tonight. And that that's the part that A, is inexcusable, but B, has to change if you're going to weather what is going on for the Lakers right now. That's, that is fundamentally where it begins. And, and the parts have to be better. You know, like it, while I understand and don't disagree with sort of the framing of, you know, be, be better than the sum of your parts, parts are supposed to be better. But that's also yeah. the part that they can't control for the time no, being. No, but the, D'Angelo Russell, you know, didn't, the whole team sucked in the first half. So, I mean, I'm going to name names, but like, you know, and, and D'Lo has actually, I think, been one of their better players over the course of, of eight games. You know, perfect, shouldn't have gotten thrown out of the game the other night, was bad in this game, had company. Um, but, you know, D'Lo has to, you know, guys need to elevate a little bit. And, you know, yeah. Austin Reeves can't go back to what he was at the beginning of the season. Like, the when obviously when you're missing players, you're right. You do have to kind of, Voltron it together in ways where you are kind of something bigger than the sum of the parts because the the rotation doesn't look the way it's supposed to. You can't say, well, this guy's supposed to do this when well, you're missing four dudes who are supposed to be playing. You know, in some nights, five guys who are supposed to be playing or or fewer, but one of them is Anthony Davis or all of that stuff. Um, but the the parts need to be better. You know, Prince needs to be a little bit better. He's not been. Uh, particularly good since coming back from from his injury. Like you know, the, when at some point we're gonna you know get a feel for whether or not the Lakers' depth really is as good as we thought it was coming into the season. We can't do that until actually guys are back on the floor. I completely understand that, um, but I can understand also too why fans are starting to get more concerned. And like Wood sucked on Wednesday, but has actually overall been pretty good over you know over the yeah. course of the season they just haven't been able to put anything together at the same time it's sort of like things different guys are on their sort of different curves and different flows and then when it it's clicking for one guy and it was clicking for hachimura on uh on wednesday which is great because he wasn't great before the concussion he needed to you know find a, a really good rhythm and he was fantastic on he actually uh, on, on Wednesday played pretty well in in the game that he got a concussion in. He did. He was on. It looked like he was on his way. That was sort of like where where it would look like he would might be able to go out and and do some stuff um, and 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 turn the corner. Um, and in some ways, the blowout allowed him to kind of keep maybe doing things that he might not have been able to do. We could really who cares? Oh, it was, it was not an accident that Darwin kept him in the game right. after the rest of the starters were out. Go get a bucket, Rui. Go get 10 buckets. Keep getting rhythm. Keep working on yeah. it. Keep get back. And so Smart. like there, there is a little bit of benefit to that. But you know, when he's up, the rest of the team is down. And Reeves was down when other guys were playing well and they couldn't get it. Reeves comes back up a little bit and other guys are down. It's like they just can't, or literally not in the lineup to be able to be up or down. And so that I think what what is frustrating to Lakers fans, and certainly frustrating to me, is that you know, you're so rightly so much anticipation about what this roster and what this team could do. And I feel like you know, for the first eight games of the season, we're essentially having the conversations that we've had over the last couple seasons where the season can't start until Trevor Ariza comes back. And that became kind of a joke. But in this particular case, it legitimately is difficult to figure out, are they as good or better or worse than we thought? Because Vanderbilt hasn't played. Vincent really hasn't played. Hachimura basically has missed half the season. AD missed a game and a half. Um, it's like, it, and that's, 
the that the frustrating part is we've done this before where you watch games like this and you're like there isn't anything to take away from it we need our players back yeah i mean again sorry one (laughs) the one thing i would say that is a takeaway from this game is you have to want to overcome it more that's that's that is my takeaway from this game is the cards they were dealt sucked but you have to want to try to play them it is uh it is not going to get easier. Um, the Lakers go from here to Phoenix on Friday. Um, they play at home on Sunday versus a Portland team that is not good, but is not the Wizards, who, by the way, did manage to win another game, but look like one of the worst basketball teams I've Point ever seen. Game. They are terrible. Um, you know, then they get Memphis. Um, who I, you know, I understand they are at the bottom of the conference. They got off to a terrible start. There's still a lot of, you know, still some players on that team. You get Sacramento who are good Portland again, a Houston team that just beat you by 600 points, Utah, Dallas, Cleveland, Philly, a Detroit team that just took Milwaukee. I think to, uh, if they didn't go to overtime, it was very close to overtime in on, on Wednesday night. You know, the, the Pistons, you know, have some players like, it's just not going to be easy. Oklahoma City, Houston again, Dallas, San. They, they. I don't. I'm not calling Friday a must-win, Andy. And we'll talk about this more for for Thursday's show. But they can't. They can't. The hole can't get much deeper than it is now. Not if finishing near the top. You know, in the top half of the conference is a goal. If not must-win, highly recommend. Winning. I would very much recommend that they win on Friday. Very strongly. Uh, Lock the Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show. Hang out with uh, over 21,500 frustrated Lakers fans. Uh, leave us questions. Leave us comments, particularly where you think the team is right now, what the problems are. If you see something that goes beyond um, the injuries and the, the the lack of ability to get a, a coherent lineup on the floor, uh, we can use a lot of that stuff for tomorrow's show. Leave us your questions. Leave us your comments. We'll see everybody on Friday.